This is Sean from WXAV 88.3. We are here at Lollapalooza, and I had the pleasure of interviewing Stefan Babcock, the singer of Pup, and Steve Slidkowski, the lead guitarist for Pup, about their record that came out in 2016, The Dream Is Over on Side One Dummy Records. We also talked about festivals, building a punk supergroup, and much more. So hope you enjoy. So there's a question that I'm going to start asking people around here because Lala wants me to start doing um, some stuff that's fresh and new, and I had no idea what that meant. So fresh and new. The question that I got for you guys is if you can start, if you can, you know, pick four bands to headline a festival because you guys have been doing a ton of festivals. You guys got the the right vibe. So uh, headliners for each four days. Which one would you guys choose? Okay. So let's just let's get into the mind of a festival director here. We need a rock band. We need a rapper. We need something like poppy and eat electronic-y. Something old, something and new. And something old. Something yeah. blue. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, you get you get Wilco as your rock band because it's Chicago. That's where they're from. Very right? nice. And it's, it's your local draw. Listen, <laughs> there's a reason I'm not a festival director. You get... <laughs> You get. Uh, I would get fired from that job immediately. You get. They could be dead or alive. Am I programming Lollapalooza right alive, now? Bro. Dead or alive? Oh shh. I'll give you. I'll give you more opportunities. Um, Come on, Steve. This is a Steve question. I would. I would get Aretha Franklin. Uh, Is your pop? Yeah, yeah. I would get. Uh, and you're something old. I would get. Um, oh. Oh, you need the ska band. Right. Mustard Plug. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> What, no, okay. We'll go Aretha Franklin, uh, uh, Kanye, and uh, this festival sucks. Uh, it's horrible. The Beatles. <laughs> what the hell? What? It's, it was dead or alive? What? So. It, what is this festival? I cracked under the pressure. I cracked. He, under the he pressure. got the rock band. He got the uh, the pop band. The rap. And then you got the the the, the Beatles felt like kind of a alt country out. one. I feel like I, yeah yeah. That's I feel cool. like I'm, I I didn't give a bunch of a nod to EDM, but that's because I don't really like it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's the one downside of this festival <laughs> that I don't like is the EDM stage. Um, all right, so another question kind of like that. You guys were touring with Jeff Rosenstock obviously last year um, in Tiny Moving Parts, and then um, and, and Jeff obviously was a part of Bomb the mu- mu- uh, Music Industry. And with that, it was kind of, you know, a ton of people, at least, you know, from different bands kind of coming together. So you got to start a punk supergroup. Um, you're obviously the singer. You're the guitarist. You can't pick anyone else in pop. <laughs> you guys are like, screw you. You guys got to pick drummer, guitarist, and bassist. Uh, it's pretty much those. Jeff Rosenstock's band, Kevin Higuchi and Mike Huguenor. Let's go. Yeah, Kevin, oh. Kevin probably plays drums. Kevin probably plays drums. We need a bass player. I would Morgan. Take, I, I, you could do Morgan. I would also take Ian from Modern Baseball. Yeah, sure. He can. Sing, he sings a nice backup harmony. Eddie's a goof. Hopefully. I like that guy. All right. Cool. All right. Well, but, j- no, we need, uh, you know what? And you know who plays uh, the other guitar and could also sing? You get Laura Stevenson, too. Could get Laura Stevenson. Yeah, she's cool. Who was in the original Bomb of Music? I don't know. I, I don't know her. I've never met her though, so she's nice. She uh, better oh, be. Didn't come out drinking that night, did you? I was camping. I was in camping. the middle of the Canadian North, but what was this? Is this so you know, just Je- Jeff played a show. Jeff and Laura played a show in Toronto uh, a couple weeks ago, and I was uh, bummed to miss it. But I was also deep in the shit. We got very, very drunk the night before the show. No. Come on, don't talk about that. 
Yeah, you guys are clean. Yeah, we're, yeah. You guys are the family friendly band. Oh, right, yes, sober. <laughs> yeah, sober. Sober right now, sober all the time. Well, Jamie dropped a hint that you guys are starting some new stuff and to poke at that. So obviously, you guys put out The Dream Is Over last year. So, and then you had, so the third record, I'm assuming, is at least in works, right? What's going on with that? Yeah, we're pretty deep into it. You know, we're writing, it's going cool. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're kind of like a, we don't like take breaks like this like you going and camping for a week and me going to the west coast like it's kind of the first time we've taken a break and like to actually take like a vacation or whatever i don't know i was working but yeah well you were in yeah i mean you were like even then right you had a guitar with you you're still so like we're always kind of working on stuff there's always songs being written and yeah. stuff being worked well, on. And, and with this when you're writing an album do you have any influences in mind do you have anything that you're you're trying to take of or are you like building off of something from like the dream is over or taking something back from the first record like i think i think our attitude has always kind of been like we we like what we do we like the kind of band that we are um and we're proud of the songs that we write and we just want to be better at doing that you know like I don't think anybody in this band is like, oh, I want to go, uh, you know what, I want to make like a, a power pop record or I want to make like, you know, I, I want to get like really weird and esoteric. Like we all have those kind of elements in our songs, but uh, I think we're all just kind of like stoked on what we're doing and we just want to be better at it. Yeah, it's like, I think, I think the thing we always try and do is distill music or things that we listen to that maybe if you wouldn't necessarily... Um, associate with the band if you just heard it but you distill it and make it in such a way that it fits into this kind of format and what we do and when you guys are writing like do you like do your own stuff and then you guys work on it together like do you guys ever come together as a band well usually the, the way it happens is either I like write a song or uh, Nestor writes a bunch of riffs that work together um, and then we take those kind of demos that we've made individually and we come, come the four of us together and kind of tear it all apart and rebuild it. And it, it's a really neurotic process and the songs turn out completely different than, you know, the way I had originally recorded them or Nestor had. And uh, it's, a, it's a cool, weird, interesting process because I feel like a lot of our songs uh, a lot, at least a lot of the songs that I write, if you gave them to like a folk rock band, it would like it would. They're like a lot of folky alt country stuff that just become pop songs through destroying and rebuilding and everyone injecting their own influences into the parts and stuff like that. So it's been a cool. It's cool. It's a. It's a pretty. It's a very collaborative. Um, collaborative process and. And I feel like as we have spent time together and, and worked on, on being a band, it's uh, become increasingly collaborative over the years. And when you guys uh, are putting this stuff together, would you guys, since you said you mentioned that you like really don't want to change too much about the band because like, you, you like the way you sound, so would you go back on stuff from the 2013 record, 2016 record that really didn't fit on that record and maybe no, rework that? No, 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 no. We're always like always mo new stuff? moving forward. It's like there, there were songs that like... You know, we had kicking around that were good, but uh, didn't something was just missing from them. And it's like I don't. Nobody wants to go back and touch that. It's like the whole thing about uh, us is that we're very motivated to outdo ourselves constantly. And it's like I don't want to be one of like my biggest fear is being that band that oh their second record was awesome and then I lost interest. It's like I want 
I think all of us want every single record to be better. There's no reason to regress. It's like, get better. If you can't get better, then why are you doing this? Like, there's no point. There's no point in being a band that barely makes a living if you're not uh, pushing yourself to be better every day. Well, and one thing with that is you, you want to you talk about getting better. Is there anything specifically from the Dream Is Over or the original record? that you are trying to build off of, or at least you know tighten up? Like, was there any critiques that of your own from The Dream Is Over that you do want to fix? Well, I mean, I guess, yeah, like, you always, it, record, like, making records is weird, because it's like, you, like, I don't really go back and listen to our old stuff, you know? Besides when you play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, the only stuff I remember is stuff that I, not, I wouldn't say regret, but that, that sticks out as, like, um, yeah, either I didn't that ex, that idea wasn't fully executed or whatever, but I think like the stuff that I like from previous records, like riffs and like little guitar solos and melodic things, are more just sort of like those are always going to be sort of building blocks of songwriting. Do you know what I mean? I'm not going to be like I really liked how this chord progression worked. Let's try writing another song that has that one. Like I, I think mostly it's it's a matter of um, being aware of what you've done in songs previously. In, in, in an attempt to not repeat yourself. So in that way, I guess we're aware of, of you know a lot of what was done on those, the last two records, but we're very, very quick in the jam space to be like, well, we've done that already. That's something, let's try and move away from that. And then uh, obviously you guys kind of made, uh, you know, the, the difficulties of touring kind of obvious with the, the opener to uh, the dream is over. So, how is there one way that you guys have kind of just come together more of a, as a band over this like you know year and a half after the record? Is there anything that you guys are kind of noticing that you guys are doing apparently, or because you guys just did stuff like Pipeworks Brewing Company? Yeah. You guys went to baseball games. Is there anything to like just kind of de-stress that you guys are doing on the road or anything? I think, yeah, I think you got to do all kinds of stuff like that. I think I think it's as much like knowing when you got to all go out as a group and when you can go and do your own thing. Like I think. I think if anything, we've become more chilled out in the like time between gigs. You know, it's like, oh, if somebody wants to go and have like Vietnamese food for dinner, and somebody else doesn't, who cares? Well, you if know. you don't want Vietnamese food, you're wrong. I drink till I'm staring at the ceiling.